As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. From the shores of Malibu where the waves are pumping to the Great Wall of China and back to the streets of Fight Island on Abu Dhabi where the UFC is happening. We are live. This is It's Time Radio, the show where we talk about what you think about but may be afraid to voice. Do not worry. We will voice it for you. We talk about everything on It's Time. Sex, drugs, rock and roll, UFC, film, TV, COVID, politics, President Trump, and there's certainly a lot to talk about today. So I'm bringing on my partner and co-host, TJ DeSantis, but we're bringing on the ever-loving, politically analytical, the beautiful, the sensual, the wonderful, the funny, Sammy Phillips. Hi, Sammy. Sammy, you look really beautiful today. Wow. Yeah, look at you. Wow. Not that you don't every day, Sammy, but um, what's up? You got something special today or somebody special today or what's up? Yeah, my special today is YouTube. Ah, I'll take it. Thank God he didn't say YouTube. I would have felt left out. Okay, that's good. YouTube, that's cool. All right, now let's go. Let's go right into it. First off, before we say anything, I want to send out my best wishes and condolences to to the family and loved ones of Eddie Van Halen, who passed away yesterday at age sixty-five after a long battle with throat cancer. Um, one of the most amazing guitarists I've ever seen, witnessed, heard in my life. And I think, Sammy, did you know Eddie Van Halen? I did a music video for Van Halen back in the day. Uh, I was quite the video vixen in my heyday. Uh, and of course, did music videos for all the greats, including Van Halen, Motley Crue, Scorpions. It just goes on and on. But the one I did with those guys was called Runaround. And usually I'm like front and center in a band's video. And this time, I'm literally on monitors in the background of the video the entire time. And for me to catch a, a, a fleeting glimpse of myself, because yesterday I was like, I want to look at that video again. Where am I? And I'm like, where am I? So then I had to pause it and take screen captures of the four seconds or the one second it was there and gone and there and gone. But it's cool. Um, they were really great guys. He's a legend, um, he's amazing, and we lost him far too soon, and he's been battling the tongue and the throat and all these cancers for quite a while. Yeah, well, you know, one thing is to be said and learned from it, that he was an incessant smoker, you know. I mean, he used to play the guitar and stick the cigarette in the end of his guitar. Yeah. Like, I don't think I ever saw him without a cigarette in his mouth. And again, condolences, best wishes, go out, but this is a message to people out there that smoke, you know. Let's put it that way, we see it every day, is there, we're seeing a lot of things happening, we'll go into our COVID soon, the whole nine yards. Now, Sammy, I'm excited, because that means I dated two girls from Van Halen music videos. Oh, God. oh hey, wait, wait a second, wait a second. Do you consider you two and I, do you consider that you dated Sam? Yeah. No, we did, well, no. we did date, I mean, we, had, we, no, we went away for a, we had a, Okay, all right, all right, all right. We've talked about it before. We've that seems hung very out more than one time, right, and okay. I think. Wait, 
you have to classify what's what. When you date someone, that to me means when you're dating, that means you're just hanging out and fucking, correct? Uh, uh, that uh, all right. Go it depends. <laughs> Thanks for that, Sammy. It depends what it depends what your view of dating is. Let's just put it this way: we weren't dating, you know, you like all the time. But we've hung out. We've hung out tons of times. That okay. That 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 gives me a lot of information I didn't necessarily need. But like when I hear someone is dating, I hear, oh yeah, it's my boyfriend or my girlfriend, and we don't no. talk to anybody no, else. No, 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 no. Out with no, no. Them. If I right. go. I'm going out with Bruce Buffer. See, that, that would be different for me. Like, to me, if I'm going out with Bruce Buffer, I'm going out with Bruce Buffer for the night. We're going to go out tonight. No. We're dating means we're dating. It's a thing. No. Like, if I'm dating you, it's casual, and we're just fornicating on the DL occasionally. Okay. I'm dating you. And then, there. I mean, not the DL until you talk about it on a podcast repeatedly, but whatever. It's fine. I was trying to get across that Sammy and I have – I certainly going out to dinner and we've hung out and I also went out with a girl who I did date from the Van Halen videos in my 20s okay who? so yeah I, who bro? it was in my 20s quite honestly this might sound horrible you don't, but remember, I don't remember her name <laughs> you just know she was in the Van Halen video. video oh man that's awesome that's oh that sounds horrible I'm so sorry and if she's listening I really apologize but you know we're talking what you know, 35 years ago <laughs> why are you oh, all red look, look at oh, him, because yeah. I'm blushing right now that's why you know what man I you... know it's every day you forget a fornicator that you've uh, <sighs> made it with that stars in a video I love that we're on video right now because no one would have been able to see this otherwise and this is a treat to see the bashful Bruce Buffer which is really hard to say, by the way. The bashful Bruce Buffer blush. Past dating life. <laughs> you don't. You're actually really a gentleman. And, and, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I kind of egged it on. It's my fault. I'll take the blame. That's okay. So this weekend in Fight Island, uh, we have a UFC. <laughs> Switching gears. Uh, oh boy, here we go. It's time radio. We talk about things people do not want to talk about. Right. We'll no. You, you know what, Bruce? People do and they forget. Right. Right, and we're here to remind you, kind of, sort of. Thank you, you. Reminded. Reminded. You know, <laughs> Sammy brought up the debate, and after last week's debate, I feel like, Bruce, you could actually get a gig because, like, granted, it's not Trump debating, but last week was just an absolute slobber knocker of a mess. Which one? What are you talking about? The Trump and uh, Biden debate. Did you not watch? Oh, God. Oh, was that last week or the week before? I think it was last week, wasn't it? Last no, Tuesday. It was the week before. No, it was last it was Tuesday. It was Tuesday. It was a week ago. No, it was last week. Okay, well, yeah. listen, if we're going to get into that, yeah. uh, we might as well get into what's going on right now because, um, Sammy, I know you're going to go off. I'm prepared for it. I'm not even going to count the F-bombs if they happen. I'm not going to go off. I'm just going to talk common sense. But you go ahead first. Okay. Well, basically, the timeline of what TJ is pointing out is the fact that there was a presidential debate last week. It was on Tuesday, if I'm not no, incorrect. Wasn't it on Wednesday? Because didn't somebody put, didn't Hope Hicks test positive on Tuesday? And they went into the no. debate knowing all of that? No, it was, it, was, it was Tuesday. The debate was Tuesday. The okay. debate was Tuesday, but there was the, uh, what they call the super spreader event uh, that happened at the Rose Garden. Right, that, that was, was Wednesday. Wednesday. And, and honestly, was, if he had it Wednesday and that was a super spreader, he had it Tuesday. Let's be honest. Because it takes well, a while to manifest, right? Like you, you were asymptomatic for X amount of days, and then I don't know, man, crazy. 
Look, the question is, is that you can be asymptomatic. We hear all these different things, five days, 14 days, but the bottom line is if he tested a positive last, the president tested positive last Thursday, chances are he, you know, and this is the question that's out there, what was happening at the Rose Garden event and, of course, at the debate the night before, was there knowledge of the fact that he potentially uh, or was uh, positive with COVID? These are all the things that are going out. But the bottom line is the position that we're at right now is the president. There is a, a wonderful medical facility or an excellent medical facility, we're told, at the White House, which makes total sense. Right, of course. But then they moved into Walter Reed, where he has the benefit of every every known testing, everything they could do that they gave to him from the steroids they're talking about, to you name it, to help the yeah. president overcome this. I heard he was one of 10, 10 people outside of the clinical trial to actually be administered some medication. So, like, he, he's given access to things that the average American just won't. Like, it's not. And, and he should. He's the president. He's the leader of the free yeah, world. I get it. He should. Yeah. He should. But he should. The, 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 issue, the issue I have. Go ahead, TJ. I'm I was sorry. just going to say I was surprised, like you, that it was necessary enough to actually remove him from the White House if they do have a care facility and put him in Walter Reed for, for three days. That uh, tells me that it, it was a lot more serious than they were leading on, and uh, he's back at the, at the White House. So that's good, but uh, it sounded like it was the not, – not like he was close to you know critical condition or anything like that, but they were, they were pretty concerned about his well-being. Yeah, but here's the thing, and you read about this all the time, and Dr. Uh, – uh, what is it? Uh, Fauci? The doctor Fauci? Fauci. Fauci. Yeah. Dr. Fauci, excuse me, excuse me, Dr. Fauci, uh, you know, has brought out the is. fact that yeah. you can get this, you can feel good, and we see many examples of people that suddenly, and I don't wish this on the president by any standards whatsoever, but suddenly you can take a turn for the worse. You can right. feel great for three days and think, oh, I'm, I'm rid of this. And then people drop dead yeah. or get really bad. Yeah. So this is not that, over. That went through a week or two weeks of having bad symptoms to then recovering to then getting sick all over again. And it just going back and forth, back and forth for a substantial amount of time. It, it's different for each person. It's not a cookie cutter virus that it affects everybody the same way. Exactly. And, you know, the other thing is, too, is that when he went back to the White House, a lot of people were very upset. I don't think I was very happy with it either. You're walking up the stairs to the yeah. White House. You pull off the mask. There's people taking your picture. There's people around you. You're infectious You're right, to yeah. other people. It's contagious, for that sure. Mask, right. And first off, that mask should not have been a cloth mask. It should have been an N95, yep. right, to prevent the, the virus from coming out. I mean, yep. this is just my observation. Then you take it off. There's people around you. And, you know, I'll go down the list, guys. You know, his inner circle, all right, his wife, Melania, has tested positive. His press secretary, Kylie McKinney, has tested positive. Uh, his senior aide, Stephen Miller, who's around him all the time, has tested positive. Hope Hicks, his other aide, has tested positive. You got Kellyanne Conway. She's tested positive. Okay. There's a couple Those of senators that also tested positive that were there at that super spreader event. Yeah, Chris Christie, the governor of the former governor of Jersey, he's tested positive. Okay, so this is an example of how this virus can spread when you go to big events where people are not protecting themselves around other people, just like having a party at your house and having 20, 30 people over. You know, this is the, still the world in which we live. We still are in basically stage one. And if this is not proof that you have to wear your mask, you have to be safety and protocol as, as we preach every week on this show. I don't know what is right now. The worst thing is, is our leader, 
and his cohorts have tested positive, the last thing I want to hear is that they have get really bad or die from this. Mm-hmm. I don't wish that on anybody. But the top of the pyramid of the United States of America, which is the White House and our leader, is now COVID invaded. Right. It is a hotbed. Yeah, and, and Bruce, the, the thing that concerns And they're not contact uh, tracing anything, guys. Yeah. Nothing. No one. It, it, That's to, what the word. To me, it's because you don't go looking for answers you don't necessarily want. And, and that's that's scary. Um, the the thing that bothers me about it more than anything is the fact that he is uh, a president that focuses on uh, looks and impressions. And he wants to give off this impression that he's bigger and better and has beaten the, the virus. And it's like, that's a great attitude to have while you're fighting it and getting better. But that attitude will also lead to giving it to someone else potentially. And that's what I don't understand. Um, being sick is not a political thing. Preventing people from getting sick is not a political thing. It doesn't matter if you're left or right, middle, center, red, blue, green, purple. I just don't understand why we complicate the idea of stopping a virus with politics. It doesn't make sense. Well, this is where I have an issue. Now, I've been very respectful. We get political. I don't talk about my personal political views, okay? I try to avoid that for certain reasons, just like at the dinner table. But certain things do need to be talked about. The thing that bothers me is that our leader, who I've said on this show before, is not leading by example when it comes to safety and protocol. Right. And it's almost like, and I hate to say this, you reap what you sow. Is that the term? Yeah. Or yeah, that's, right. Bitch? that's right. Is that the term? That, I, right? Could have said okay. it better myself, so, Bob. It, there you go. So now... Immediately, he's been tested and positive to come out with a statement to say that treat COVID, excuse me, he says live with COVID like you live with the flu, right? And that the flu has killed 200,000 people or 100,000 people a year. Mm -hmm. That's an exaggerated number. That's not true to my knowledge. Well, okay. But then you're telling people out there to treat it like the flu. Do you know how many people now have rebutted that whose relatives, husbands, whatever, have died from this horrific virus? He was just in the hospital, Bruce. He was just in the hospital. People don't go to the hospital when they have the flu. I mean, some do in in extreme cases. But I I don't know. I mean, it's just sending it's sending the wrong message. And then on the day and, and then people are worried about other things. It's it's political. I mean, the tweets that came out, he was on it. Did you see some of these tweets? Uh, Sammy, Sammy the, is the shockingly quiet here. Like, I feel she well, is being so reserved that it's about to just blow up. No. I, know there, I know there's an election going on. I know he wants to win the election. Of course he wants to win the election. He's doing everything he can to win the election. But my gosh, COVID-19 is the biggest thing happening right now, the most horrific thing happening right now. We need to focus on this. And I'm sorry it happened with a, an election that's, what, three weeks away, right. four weeks away. Uh, the timing is horrible if you're in this position. The, but, you know, tax cut t- tweets better and cheaper health care. Biggest tax cut ever. Another one coming. Space Force vote. Fight the corrupt fake news media vote. Stock market hits high. Pro-life vote. Law and order vote. Religious liberty vote. Okay, I understand you're campaigning. I got that. But you're getting away from the fact that you have COVID-19. Right. You need to lead by example and tell everybody out there to wear a fucking mask. Okay? It's just the way it should be. Period. That's one for Buffer. Done. Three Done. for Sammy. For me. Uh, only one regarding to the president um so sammy what's going on why are you so calculated why are you so reserved over there sammy yes i'm usually the one that talks so much fucking shit i'm just 
basking in this moment where I don't have to open my mouth and the buff is taking it down the runway for me. You know what? So. You're you're not wrong. You know, when when something like no one I don't think anybody really should be cheering for the ill uh oh. state of the president. I, I've seen oh. some people doing that. That's ridiculous. He's the president. Horrible. You know, we, we are a country, we need to stand by uh, our country and yes. their leaders. But that said, yes. Sam is right. No. Sam is right. You don't have to say anything, Sam. The point has been proven. You can just sit there and let everyone else say it for once because, like you said, it's common I sense. It's obvious. For forever. And this guy is so irresponsible. Listen, I'd go as far as to say, uh, what's that? Um, uh, if anybody dies, he should be charged with manslaughter. Because if you knowingly have um, a deadly disease and you intentionally um, infect other people or intentionally do not quarantine or intentionally spread it or intentionally um, put other people's lives at risk, then you should be 100% responsible if, in fact, they lose their life. Right. And that's just how I feel. Well, you know, um, it kind of goes back to something we talked about last week with the wildfires. You know, if you intentionally start a wildfire or, you know, the a wildfire here in California is linked to your irresponsibility, you're on the hook for everything that comes of that. I think this is a little bit different. It's hard to really point you were the sole reason that X, oh, Y, and but Z, I, but... Okay, well, why isn't the CDC allowed to contact trace anyone out of that White House? Right. I, I don't, I mean, uh, when you're the president, you can always claim... Hold on. They're saying this motherfucker is literally a one-man super spreader and has been doing this for quite some time. He, he, meaning, like, I'm not saying that he's had COVID this whole time and he's just been spreading it the whole time, but yeah. he has encouraged an atmosphere of super spreading events right. where people are encouraged not to wear a mask. Right. In fact, are picked on, ostracized, and oftentimes escorted out of said events if you are a sheeple who wears a mask. So this man is spreading disinformation, telling people it's not dangerous, acting like he's all of a sudden recovered based on a bunch of fake and false bullshit concoctions that he claims he's been taking that I guarantee you that he'll be touting a week from now because he's got some fucking, you know, some, some horse in that race. And he's got some kind of fucking financial gain from those fucking companies with these fake fucking bullshits. The bottom line is I'm surprised more people in the white house don't have it. I'm shocked. Everyone doesn't fucking have it. And I'm not going to say that I'm happy people have it, but Jesus fucking Christ, excuse fucking me. Maybe now that the shoe's on the other fucking foot, you might actually take it seriously. And maybe you will uh, recover and not have long lasting effects. But I guarantee you out of the 15, 20 people that will have it in that White House, one will drop dead. Somebody's mother or father, a sister, brother, uncle, aunt will drop dead. Um... I guarantee you that some people will have serious um, symptoms from it. Some may not, but this is all because of one man's fucking stupidity, one man's bombastic ego, and one man's specific uh, intentional flagrant disregard for truth and protecting the American public. Go fuck yourself.
So you want to know what I think? That's what I think. There it is, Puff. I knew there it, it was. There it is. I, I knew, I knew it, was it was coming. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, one thing on that uh, topic that you, you said, Sammy, like, you know, some people do recover and they're completely fine. Uh, others have these long-lasting health effects that we can't we can't figure it out. Um, I don't want to out this person, but uh, a person that you would know, Bruce, uh, the veteran of, of the, the UFC, um, I'm friends with him, and he had it earlier this year. Uh, he was trying to get a fight uh, the latter part, and he can't right. he can't run like he's trying to do yeah. cardio. And he feels like he's about to have a heart attack and he's in fine shape and he's over COVID. He's COVID free, but for whatever reason, his lungs aren't working the way that they yeah. did prior to this. And it, it, he needs to see some, I actually want to try to get Jeff Davidson back on the air, Bruce, to talk a little bit about that because it's odd when you have an athlete that can go 25 minutes hard in a mixed martial arts cage and now they can hardly walk up the stairs. It doesn't make any sense. Well, then think That's about that. Thing. Some, of these, some of these symptoms affect different organs in your body. And they're also saying that this virus is mutating and changing like the flu. That's why when you get a flu shot, which I never fucking do, when you get a flu <laughs> shot, it's based on last year's strain. Right. It's a guess. Not the current it's... one that's floating around right. and mutated today. It's a so guess. Sometimes they work and sometimes they don't fucking work. Yeah, I, I heard that uh, getting a flu shot really only raises your, um, I guess, invincibility to it, your tolerance to it, to not get sick by about 20%. So, Well, let me let me just say one thing about the flu shot. I've gotten one every year for years traveling the world the way I do. And uh, knock on wood, uh, it's been good. I don't want to say I haven't gotten sick, and I didn't say that because you never know what could happen next week. But right. the the thing where that the real important thing that you pointed out, Sammy here, and this has been very, I hate to say, common to a large extent. It doesn't matter if you're a supreme athlete like an MMA fighter or a USC fighter that you're mentioning, TJ, and and I hope that they're okay. I think I know who you're talking about. And uh, but at the bottom line is old, young, indifferent, child, teenager, adult. Lung damage, the membrane, last thing you ever want. You're talking about he can't even run. Right. Uh, potential strokes, blood clotting, the effect on your heart, neurological damage. People are claiming that they don't have the same focus or the mental clarity that they've had. They're trying to get through the day. They're exhausted. They're right. sleeping. Uh, you know, it's like this is not the way to live. There's people that have been claiming it's not just five days to two weeks. This is going on for months. And now doctors are saying it could go on for years. Right. You know, we're having a hard enough time maintaining our jobs and our income and supporting our families and our loved ones. Suddenly everything is back to normal and the effects of COVID-19 and people that have received it will continue on and on and on. This is friggin' horrific. D D and the only way to get it past it, let me finish my yeah, rant. Sorry. The only way to get past it is for the damn people that tell us what to do to lead by example. It's three words. Lead by example. Please, Buffer, you know, that camera. There we Read go. Lead by fucking example. Damn. What else can I say? Preach, Buffer. I love it. I love it. I mean, seriously. I hate, it. I mean, no, I hate that I, I have to talk like right. this. I yeah. don't enjoy this. I no. don't enjoy this. But if somebody at the top is not going to say it, and if we got, you know, 50, 100,000 listeners or more a week around the world, God almighty, let's do our part and lead by example and share with them what they should be doing. Right. And again, I'll say it. If you don't like what I'm saying, don't listen to the show. Unsubscribe. Okay? Because you're part of the problem. You're not part of the solution. 
I did it. I said it. I'm done. No, no. Listen hey. to the show. Subscribe. Comment in the comment section. Tell all your friends, and we'll yeah. still profit off of you, even if you're wrong. Um, real quick. Oh, go ahead, Sammy. Go ahead. Oh, I want to tell you. I am super proud. I just completed um, a project for Penthouse as the production manager, and I oversee Penthouse Pets, the director of pet projects. Um, I get to do a lot of creative projects for the company. So my boss, who's the head of production, there's an Uber PSA out right now that's viral and it's for wearing a mask. Yeah. And basically Uber says, unless you wear a mask, you cannot ride in their car. Right. And their PSA is really cute. Um, it's when you wear a mask, you, and then the word protect comes and then it shifts faces. So you protect Amir, Amir protects Abdul, Abdul protects Gabrielle. So, right. and each person's face goes, it's really, and it's just their eyes and the mask. And it's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful ad. So I redid it. Um, I got 28 penthouse pets, actually 30, but two sent in their footage too late. So I have 28 top iconic penthouse pets from my era all the way to current that submitted footage of them wearing their favorite mask, giving personality and sass. Uh, we have our own music and our words are wearing a mask means because everyone's like, what does wearing a mask mean? Wearing a mask means you're an idiot. Wearing a mask means you're a sheep. Wearing a mask means you're stupid. No, wearing a mask means, so that's how it starts, that I love you and you love me and I love my neighbor and my neighbor loves his child and his child, you know what I mean? Loves right. his teacher. It's about fucking love and respect. So ours goes, when wearing a mask means you, and there's a heart, you heart Sam, Sam hearts Tara, Tara hearts Addie. And the list of pets that I have in this, going from a Tara Patrick to a Danny Daniels icon, 5 million followers, Tasha Rain, all these amazing, oh my God, I'm just gonna cry. So it's out now. And if you go to Penthouse, either on Twitter, Instagram, you'll see our PSA. And I'm very proud. And it's all about wearing a mask because that's the one thing that we can all do. And I, I listen, that's, that's cool. beautiful. And I, I think it's very cool, Sammy. You know, it's not that we can all do it. Life has changed. We may be wearing a mask for a long time, a long time. Now, I want to point out one thing. We've been talking about the president of the United States. We've been talking about the fact that his A's and his circle have been infected. And Sammy, that's beautiful what you're doing. I really want to say that. It's very I can't cool. wait for you to see it. I'll I want to see it. Make sure you send it to me. Yeah. Now, the infection, the hotbed that's happened at the White House, let's point out one fact here. I'm not saying that the president got COVID and gave it to everybody else. I'm saying that by not practicing safety and protocol, right. once somebody around him had it and he got it and in turn became a spreader himself. Yeah. So I'm not saying you're saying he's no, responsible for doing all this. Yeah. It's the irresponsibility of not following safety and protocol that has allowed this to happen. Right. Because by not leading by example, people around you obviously are not wearing masks. I, so I mean, you're creating this problem. Do, do you get not what I'm saying? Yep. Not to jump in, but when they did the debate, Biden and Trump, and the Trump family walked in without 
masks, I believe. Either they walked in with them and took them they off. They walked in with masks, they sat down and, and took them and, off. And took them off. So there was a doctor, a lady on the side that went to each one of them to give them a mask to wear on the front row and they all declined. Right. So yep. um, at that point, Trump was sick. Uh, Hope Hicks was sick. Uh, they knew it. I guarantee you, they knew it. And they, and, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, you have to look it up. I think they bypassed the last minute testing when you go into the event. Yeah, they, so, so the Trump uh, family arrived too late to get the proper yeah, oh, screening. Oh, wow. I wonder did. why. Yeah, because yeah. they knew he had fucking COVID. They, they yeah, but said, wouldn't that have been a temperature test? Well, no, 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 no. They were COVID testing. They asked everyone to arrive the day before. Uh, and, oh, and get tested, it. and they they didn't yeah, arrive they, until it's... they can test you on the spot with results in ten minutes. Yeah. Let me show. Let me share with you something real quick. One of the reasons I've been so busy today, I go to Abu Dhabi next Wednesday. I leave for one show is going to take ten days out of my life of travel. Right. Five of those days, I, four of those days, I am tested under quarantine. Yep. I have started this process today. The UFC is doing such an amazing job of protecting everybody yep. and that's that the they, ufc that's not even the fucking government the it's the ufc right fucking states let me point this out they sent me a COVID test delivered today by ups i was on a zoom meeting at 10 at 10 30 a half hour after i got it with a nurse showing me how to swab and stick that damn thing up my nose wait you put it all the way up your nose by yourself Yep, put it all the way up there. It had the same effect. I felt. I remember. I've been tested so many times. I remember where it was when the nurses put it up. I stuck it way up there. I want to get a proper test. Bob, so I stuck it way up there. She that? watches me. You stick it way up. I, I mean, I understand how you do it. I just don't know how you do it. Like how, I have like, a high. I have a high pain. Oh, problem, problem, you just do it. You got to do it. You just I get do it. it. I get. I, I would need. I would need someone to help me. I don't like hurting myself. I mean, I've. I've had that. Uh, you don't even like watching yourself bleed. You told me one time or something like that. Was it? Was uh, it you I mean, said that or needles or needles. You're yeah, not I don't like. Needles. I'm not a big fan of needles, but I right. mean, it's not like I'm afraid of them per se. I just don't like getting shots. And no, I got. I mean, who but, does? Let me. But, yeah, yeah. Go let, ahead. Let, let me finish this. So this is the UFC protocol. If I want to go to work, right? Right. I got tested today. The results get back in two days. Right. I leave next Wednesday for Vegas. I get tested in Vegas and I'm quarantined uh, Wednesday night and Thursday. Yep. I can't leave the hotel till I hop on a plane Thursday morning at 6 a.m., 15 hours to Abu Dhabi. As soon as I land, I'm tested again. I'm quarantined again. Then I got to get up in the morning, go get tested again. Yep. And I'm quarantined again. That's my life what? for five days. Then I'm there for four more days until we do the show. Then I come home. And they have Look no... at all the protocol in place that we go through at UFC. Right. And they have Thank no... you, UFC. They Thank you, no... Dana Wolf. They have no reason to believe you're even sick. Think about that. Like, you're not doing all these hoops because you're just getting over it. One thing that I think is admirable, too, is, you know, I said it earlier, you know, you don't go looking for answers you don't necessarily want. I promise you, Bruce, the UFC doesn't want you to test positive. And no. logic would be, well, let's just test him before he gets on the plane. And then we did our part, but they're not. I mean, they're literally giving opportunity after opportunity to get a, a positive test, whether it's factual or incorrect or inconclusive. Those are all possibilities. They're willing to take those risks to make sure that they're not putting fighters and, and other staff and crew members uh, at risk. And, and that is incredibly admirable. If we're doing that at the UFC, then at the highest level of 
the United States society and government called the White House and the highest level of the pyramid that we have here, as I always talk about pyramids of life, you would think that that would be the safest environment possible. Yeah. And the fact now is it's not. No. And we've already beaten this thing down. I think we've the listeners understand where we're coming from. But I'm going to end this talk on COVID in the White House by saying one thing. I wish, hope, and in my spiritual manner in which I live, pray that nobody gets sick or nobody gets bad that has been infected. I don't want to see any of these people, including anybody that gets affected by COVID, go through the horrific thing, if not, God forbid, the worst thing possible that could happen. I don't wish that on anybody. I certainly don't wish it on our president and the people. I just want everybody to get healthy. Right. And hopefully, as I always say, the first time you go through, through something, it's an experience. The second time you go through it is a mistake. I hope the White House and the powers that be do not make any more mistakes. Yeah. That's all I'm hoping. I mean, we just I'm need this thing to be done. One thing I just want to emphasize again, you did a fine job doing it, but the UFC was the first sports league to operate uh, under this uh, COVID uh, era. I feel like it really, truly is. It, it is an era. It feels like yes. it. Um, yes, it is. And Why can't the footballers and all these other fucking athletes subscribe they, or, or they leagues subscribe they, to the same protocol? They are. They are, but they not, are. not, they not are. as strict. And, and I think one of the problems is, and this is why combat sports will, I think, be able to continue throughout this entire process, largely unaffected as long as the promoters uh, you know, are willing to take the proper uh, tests and procedures because it's not cheap. These these tests are not cheap. Um, but yeah. if if you're able to do it in any sport, it's going to be combat sports because it takes two athletes to make a fight. It's not 50 guys in a football team. It's not 25 guys on a baseball team. Um, you know, there are people that can have the virus and, and test negative because they don't have a, enough viral load to test positive. You know, that is going to spread, and that is going to be an issue the longer that those things go on and, and they leave their bubble. Uh, with the UFC, the way that you just described being tested, Bruce, it's it's incredibly hard to get infected once you've entered that bubble. It, I mean, very few things can really penetrate that. I can't even honestly think of one. Uh, but beyond that, uh, if someone does fall out because of COVID, you just need to find a single replacement. It's not a whole team that is sidelined. And uh, that's true. That's the leg up that MMA has on, on any other sport that's trying to operate. That's true. But, you know, when we're in the bubble and, and still after we've all been tested, we have other people coming in for the next fight. We still follow safety and protocol. We wear a mask everywhere. I only sit at a table with people that came in with me, tested under the same process, like John Anik and the producers. I do not share table with people that are uh, just arriving the day before and got tested because I don't know if that test was right, if they right. were infected five days before. Right. So you have to walk around. You have to take the attitude that everybody around you is asymptomatic right. if you want to stay healthy. And if you want to chance your life and chance the chance of the after effects of this virus, whether you die from it or not, whether you're asymptomatic and you don't feel anything or not, I don't want to take that chance. I'll give you another example. COVID has caused so much problems in this country. Do you know that 19,000 employees of Amazon have tested positive for COVID-19? 19,000 employees. Okay. Really? That's crazy. What is um, their workforce? Do you know? I mean, that's, that's I, a significant number. I, I do not know on the front lines. It was an Amazon driver. I was working out of my garage in my, my gym the other day, came in, and I made a big mistake. I just read this friggin' article that same morning, and I said, oh, put her over here. And I allowed him to come within six feet, and he obviously was a UFC fan. He wanted to talk to me, and I said, I'm sorry. I really appreciate it. But then I realized I let him get within like five feet of me yeah. while I'm working out. And I thought, God, why didn't I tell him to leave it at the front? Because I just read this article, and I'm not saying he was infected, but this is what goes through your head. There's also 837,000 Americans last week that filed for unemployment. We're not even going to go into the economic disaster that's ahead of us. You know, it, this is... Ugh. 
You know? I hear you. I hear, I'm trying to figure out uh, what percentage that is. Um, there's a million people that work for Amazon. So, well, um, 2%. It's 2%. Yeah, that's, yeah, you're right. Roughly 2%. 2%. You're I mean, and, 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 and 2%. That's a lot. When you think about that, that, that that's a lot. 2% of your workforce. That's a lot that they know. That, and that's true, too. Um, I, uh, you were talking about Uber, Sam. I took an Uber uh, in Texas recently, and I got in, and I had my mask on, and the, the driver's like, oh, you don't have to wear the mask. And I'm like... Uh, I would have got yeah. out of the car. Yeah, I do. I would have got out of the car. He's like, do I have to wear mine? And I'm like, yeah, yeah? Like, what do you mean? That's an unsafe car. Yeah. The, the UFC sends me, uh, you know, a t you know, car, I get a car, pick me up after the show, and the last one was a big, like, stretch limo, whatever. What a waste. One person in a stretch limo. That's where I could be going crazy in Vegas with that stretch limo. Right? Sure, I don't sure. go crazy in Vegas. So, and the driver was, like, what, 15 feet away, and he'd have his mask on, and and, and I just said, will you please put on your mask? I'm sorry. It, right. it wasn't bad. I'm not getting yeah, this yeah, case. No, I get it. There was a major amount of distance. Right. But we're still in a closed area where things yeah. travel. We yeah. already know the aerosol effects. It, and, and that's the thing, too. It's not even, I mean, yes, you have to worry about the aerosol effects. But, like, for me, it's when you're not wearing a mask and you touch your face and then touch the steering wheel or touch something else that someone else can touch. Like, that, that's why you need to wear a mask all the time. It sucks. I hate it. I, I can't see without my glasses. And I can't, I, see with the damn, I can't see with the damn mask on because it fogs up. So, like, trust me, I, I more than anybody or just as much as anybody uh, know that it's an inconvenience and a pain in the ass. But. You know, you got to do it today, so you hope you don't have to do it tomorrow or the next day. Just ask, just tell yourself three words and be very blunt about it in your head as a mantra. Live or die. Live or die. Wow. <laughs> if that doesn't scare you, I'm not saying you will, but I mean, if you want to get it, you want to make your point to yourself across, just liver. How about this? Liver gets sick, you know, right. Live healthy or be sick. Yeah, it's and, your choice. And, you know, going back to the percentages, like, I'm sorry, like how many people are really okay with getting something where there's. A per a one percent chance they could die. I don't. If if I press a button and one out of one hundred times I'll just die, I'm not going to press the damn button. Yeah. All right, guys, let's let's get out of COVID a little bit. Let's move on. If we can get out of COVID, it surrounds us every day. We know that Cam Newton, uh, the Patriots tested positive last week. They were still able to have the game. Did All they? That I, th kind of I stuff. thought they rescheduled it. No, they rescheduled it to Monday. They played on Monday. H how does that work? So so Cam didn't play though. No, okay. no. I'd sure. be surprised if he plays this week. I mean, there's a protocol in effect. Yeah. We'll see. How, I mean, I, I guess I don't know what the NFL's bubble rules are, but uh, no one did it better than the NHL. The NHL really isolated people. Crazy. Um, yeah, and the, and the NBA did a pretty good job, although they've had a couple situations, but they did a pretty good job themselves, too. Think about this. The NHL was in their bubble <laughs> during the entire Major League Baseball season this year. That's how long they wow. were in their bubble. That's crazy. Hey, guys, the uh, the Vegas shooting that happened three years ago. It's amazing how long ago that happened. Really? They just had a, uh, a judge approved an $800 million settlement for the victims of the Vegas shooting. Yeah. That was three years ago already? Pardon me? That was three years ago already? That happened in 2017? Yeah. yeah. So, Dang. okay, the $800 million, uh, there's 4,000 claimants. Uh, so that will work out to be like 200000 each. How many people were in wow. that arena, I wonder, not the arena, but, you know, the parking lot? Because you can argue that everybody there has, a, has a claim. Thing. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I rem so one of my wife's coworkers uh, was actually there, and uh, he said he can't type on his iPhone anymore because the clicks of the keys, the, the sounds that they make 
um, bring him back to that really sad, sad he's day. Su- he's suffering post-traumatic stress. Right, yeah. and, and as you was, would. I mean, think about that. Like, you're in a crowd yeah. of people, and someone's firing a machine gun. Well, there was 58 people that were killed. There were 700 that were wounded, and there's 4,000 claimants in the suit. So, you know, at least they got something. It doesn't bring back anybody, much less your friend and, and other people that they're dealing with since then. But at least that happened. That's good. Who's paying uh, how many- who, who's, whose money is it? Like, who's paying the money? That's an interesting uh, hotel. Oh, it's against the owner of the Mandalay Bay Resort and the casino. So the insurance company's paying the money. Okay, yeah. I didn't know if it was the Harvest Festival or if it was Mandalay or, or what it was. So Mandalay, Mandalay Bay. Mandalay Bay, that's what it shows here. Mandalay Bay, I would assume it's – I would think they would have insurance. Uh, so otherwise, it's, it's going to break them. So they believe that they were negligent for allowing this man to bring in these firearms. That's the issue at I, hand. Well, I would, think, I would say that's definitely part of the process of the suit. I can't really – well, I don't they want don't, to comment they, on a factual situation. Right, they, did, they didn't go to court, but what I'm saying is Mandalay Bay feels like if they did go to court, they would have lost, essentially, or it would have shown neglect on their I side. think they went to court. Oh, they did this go to court. A, I, thought it was a, a, I thought it was like an out-of-court settlement. Uh, it's They've approved it, whether it was through arbitration or not. Okay. It's after, it's after months of negotiation, which probably means it came through under arbitration. Okay. But the way it breaks down is, is the Mandalay Bay will be responsible for $49 million of the $800. $751 million is paid for by the insurance company. Oh, so okay. they're actually, they, they are taking a hit. They're, oh, yeah, they're taking a hit, but that's, that's a it's huge a casino, hit. I it's a hit that's going to break them. Although yeah. in this day and age, well, uh, I would not want to be in a casino business. They're okay? back open, right? They're back open, but you're not making the money you were making before. No, how can you? I mean, there's the absolutely down. no way. Yeah, absolutely I heard no a way. bunch of conventions have been canceled in Vegas, too, and that's, I mean, an enormous oh, amount of their, their business. Do you know how many appearances I used to do? Michael used to do, yeah. we would do for, for conventions in Vegas, much less my own motivational speeches and everything. What I'm doing now is I had two virtual meetings today. I mean, I get, I do half hour, I do every for 15 to 30 minutes, or if it's a virtual meeting where hundreds of people are on, I'll come on in the tuxedo virtual. It's like being there. Right. Actually, I got to be honest with you, it's easier on me to sure, a large extent. Of course, right. I'm just making the most out of what I can. Yeah. How many of you guys, do you guys love Subway? I don't Sanchez. mind Subway. Yeah, Subway's good. Yeah, yeah, I love Subway. Yeah, an Irish court just ruled that Subway loaves are too sugary to be called bread. They're not allowing them to call them bread in Ireland. What? Yep. Then what they, do you call they, it? Candy? They, I don't know. Uh, they, there's too much sugar to meet Ireland's legal definition for bread. So I guess maybe it, maybe, it would be, maybe it would be cake at that point? They claim it has 10% sugar. Uh, of the weight of the flour is 10% sugar in the dough. That seems pretty high. I wonder but if that, change. that could just be their recipe in Ireland. Yes, correct. That's true. We could be making a different. Dude, I made the mistake of eating a Cheeto in Mexico not long ago, and it wasn't the hot, spicy kind. It was the hot, spicy kind. It said original, oh. but Mexican Cheetos will kill you if you don't like spicy food. Uh, you know what, Magic Johnson, when he opened up the Magic Johnson theaters and, and stuff, he has to put more sugar in the Coke. The Coca-Cola. They sugared it up oh, more. Oh, th- so there are different grades of Coca-Cola out of There's the fountain that you can get. And the highest I, the highest tier grade, the, the best top-of-the-line Coca-Cola, uh, the exclusive rights are owned by McDonald's. Oh. That's why okay. McDonald's Coke always tastes better than everywhere else. Hey, guys, this always blows me away a little bit, but researchers working in the waters up Nova Scotia, Canada, they found a huge great white shark, like 27 feet long, that weighed 3,500 pounds. They go that far north? They, they caught, they caught a tag. The shark's 50 years old. 50 wow. years old. 
How do they figure that out? Oh, they put out? it back. They put it back. How do they figure yeah. that out? No, but like, can you imagine being a 50-year-old shark? What uh, kind of life is that? Can I tell you guys a story? I'm a 63-year-old shark. <laughs> <laughs> can Can I tell you? Can I tell you guys a personal story real quick? It's it's. It's a, it's a sad story for me. It means a lot, and it's actually why I've ended a tradition in my family. First, we've talked. I, I like to hunt. I used to hunt uh, with yeah. my father. Um, one of our last hunting trips, we went snow goose hunting, and I shot a, a snow goose that had a, a, an ID tag on its foot. And you call it in and let you know, let the wildlife department or whatever know, you know, I shot this goose. It was here, blah, 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 blah. Uh, they notified me that that goose was 10 years old, and I oh, shot boy. it. And wow. that that affected me so much that I I just stopped hunting. I will never hunt just, again. Just the thought of it. I mean, you know, I won't hunt. Period. Unless I had to hunt for my own food, of course I would. But I I won't hunt. Period. But that's that would that would rattle me. Right. I and know, was, Sammy. I know that would rattle you, and, Sammy. And it was, oh, I would never. It yeah. it was tagged like somewhere in like Texas, and I shot it in South Dakota. So. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, again, like. I don't have a problem with hunters. Did you stop hunting after that? I did, yeah. I, I don't have okay. a I don't have a problem with hunters. I think it's a fine tradition. It's something that I clearly yeah. did with my father. It's something that I enjoyed doing with my dad. Um, something you share, right? But when I look at it now, like with my son, like I love being out in the woods before the sun comes up and seeing all of that. I just never really thought about the fact that I didn't need to have a, a shotgun with me to go do that. So uh, I'll take my son out in the woods and we won't kill anything, and he'll still get the same enjoyment out of it. I think. Yeah, yeah. Teach him how to shoot. Period. He should always. Oh, for sure, shoot. for sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, this is, I like to shoot guns. You know, like I'm a I'm a gun guy. I'm not a crazy gun guy. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, but yeah, like, uh, yeah. I'll leave. Great it way that. to re great way to reduce stress. Go ahead, Sammy. Go out to the woods, TJ, with your son when he's old enough, obviously, and put tin cans or you oh, know yeah. whatever. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did that as a kid as well, but you know, it was it was all around the idea of we were going hunting, and uh, right. in that moment. With that snow goose, I realized, like, I don't want to shoot anything. It makes me sad. <laughs> what does a snow goose look like? Uh, it's Is white. It it's white. It has a, uh, it's kind of, think of like the Aflac duck, but a, a lot bigger. And it has black tips on its wings. So, yeah. Okay, now a couple other stories real quick. You know, when I was in telemarketing in my 20s and I owned my companies, we sold paper and toner. And we would call up and sell them and, you know, reorder and everything else. I wish... As, as rip as it sounds, I never came across an employee like this. A former Austin Library employee is accused of stealing from the library $1.3 million worth of toner, which oh, she wow. would sell online. Wow. $1.3 I wish she was my customer back then, but not to sell like she did. Um, it's crazy. She, used, she had access to 10 library cards credit card. She put at least $18,000 on it to buy items that appear to be for personal use, including video games and headsets and robot vacuums and a drone. But, you know, stupid as a stupid does. You can't keep doing this. She got caught and she's going to jail, babe. She's yeah. going to jail. Yeah. There's no question. I mean, that's, that's crazy to think about that much in volume. You know what I mean? But uh, if I give you a million dollars worth of something, it's still a million dollars worth of something. It's just, you got to go out there and get it. So yeah, it's crazy. Well, here, here, Here's another one along the same lines. A woman who stole goods for 19 years and sold them on eBay, she's been present. She's been now sentenced to prison in order to pay $3.8 million in restitution. God. She's See, 63 years old. 19 she, years. Some of that's got to fall outside the statute of limitations, unless it's all just one crime. Because whatever if, the stat, 
You're right. But I, I would think, is. like, I mean, she did it for 19 years. I think usually the statute is like seven years. So I would think that they could only charge her with what was done in the last seven years or something like that. But that's crazy. Well, whatever they charged her for, um, basically, she ran 3.8 million into four through four PayPal accounts. She got caught. Now she's going to serve 54 months in prison. She probably won't be able to pay back that term. You think she paid taxes on that? Heck no. She's no. I think that's of probably why she got in trouble because PayPal's changed the way they do things. Yeah, if you're not sending, I think is if you're not sending through friends and family and otherwise, then yeah. you get a 1099 at the yep. end of the year because you're obviously making business transactions. Correct. Yeah. So that's uh, that's interesting. Yeah, and a lot of people, including poker players I know, you know, they they settle with each other on PayPal. So, right. you know, it's the way to go. I mean, I loan money on PayPal, I'll transfer money on PayPal, but I do that through friends and family. Right. Yeah, otherwise, it's no business transactions. Business right. transactions. Exactly. One hundred percent. I can't tell you how many times I've had someone try to pay me on PayPal. And they end up doing the thing where it's like, yeah, I got insurance on the goods that you didn't sell me. And it's like you just paid ten dollars yeah. for something that is not real. Thank you. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Now, uh, real quick, little UFC talk. I will not be there this weekend. I will be back in Fight Island, as I had mentioned earlier, to announce UFC two fifty four, which I cannot wait for. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, Brian Ortega, I'm sorry I won't be there if you're listening. I know you listen to the show once in a while. I'm sorry I won't be there to announce your fight. I always love announcing your fights. That's in two weeks. But we got uh, Marlon Moraes, Moraes and Corey Sanhagen going at it. Great and, fight. Barboza, great fight. Ezra Barboza and Mac Juan uh, Americani, great fight. Oh, Ben Rothwell, <laughs> Marcin Tabora. Yeah. That'll be interesting. That's going to be Tim Burr. Somebody's going to go down in that one. Yeah. I don't see that lasting for three rounds. It's amazing but that Ben Rothwell's still fighting at the highest level. He's been a major factor at heavyweight for 15 years. Yeah, such a nice guy, too. Such oh, 100%. A nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, very exciting show. Uh, tune into it on ESPN Plus. I'm not sure if it's on ESPN. Check your listings. I don't think it's been announced yet, but I know it'll be on ESPN Plus and Fight Pass. So, enjoy that show, everybody. Uh, also, too, UFC 253 pay-per-views reached 700,000 buys, I'm reading, for wow. Israel Adesanya, Paulo Costa. That's pretty good. That's really, really good. Um, yeah. And, and that that uh, gives me uh, a lot of hope for Israel Adesanya, who I think has all the makings of a huge star, as does, does, does Costa. Costa, I mean, I know Costa didn't uh, have the best fight, but I, I firmly believe that when they fight again, it'll be a much better fight. You know, a lot of circumstances around Costa being away from the octagon for a long time. I think we'll we'll get a good rematch uh, out of that uh, eventually down the line. But looking at uh, Izzy, I mean, this guy's a superhero. Like, he he can be everything that Anderson Silva was and more for that division. And, uh, you know, results like that, Bruce, are very uh, encouraging to see him succeed uh, moving forward. Yeah, and, you know, he's a big bourbon drinker, he told me, because we were talking about Puncher's Chance, and it's not available in New Zealand, but I'm going to send him a bottle. And he Is said he really? Out a post. Oh, he said he loves he loves when he drinks. You know, sure, sure, of course, right, right. Yeah, but bourbon's his choice. He told me, and he was nice enough to say I'll even put out a post for you. That's now, awesome. you know what? That's nice because this guy could get paid yeah. five, ten thousand or more for a post. Yeah, you know? no, no doubt. That's super cool. I'm waiting super for my cool. bottle, so I can just put it in the background here and have it sit. Um, you come to the house, you get a bottle. I can't come to uh, the you'll house. Be, uh, I don't. I'll get you. Leave it out at the curb, me. I guess. Maybe I will take care of it. It'll be there for your podcast and everything else. Sammy too. All good. All good. Okay. Now, um, I just want to tell you, last evening, I had a wonderful time. Brian and I drove out to Malibu, went to one of our favorite restaurants, Joffrey's, which is on a hill overlooking the ocean, about uh, four miles past the Malibu Pier. Very COVID safe, very whatever. We went with Kristen, her husband Chris, and celebrated his 45th birthday with Henry and Rupert. You know what I noticed? We were out, aside from the wonderful meal, the wonderful environment, the wonderful everything. Sammy, look at me. 
<laughs> gotcha. See, it's video. You can't, you can't zoom video. out. <laughs> um, so with the wonderful environment we're in, I really realize how when we go out all the time in the past, pre-COVID, how we don't take for granted how wonderful it is that we have the ability to enjoy ourselves and have the money to spend this thing on a dinner and go out. It was like a vacation last yeah. night. It's only about the sixth time I've gone out to a restaurant. Yep. But it was incredible. It, we had such a wonderful time. I literally felt driving out to my stomping grounds where I grew up since age 14, um, 15 rather, Malibu. It just brought back so many memories. It was a wonderful evening. I've been smiling ever since. The small things in life now I think mean more than ever oh, 100%. if we focus on them. Yeah. Most definitely. Same, same thing with me, Bruce. I went out uh, to eat for the first time not too long ago, and I'm not kidding you. The uh, waiter came by to take our order, and I hadn't looked at the menu yet because I just was having a great time at sitting somewhere uh, other than my house. You know what I mean? Right. I was just like, oh, I'm out. This is great. And then yeah. he's like, what do you want? I'm like, I don't know. What do you have? Gotcha. Now I'm with you. Sammy, we're going to sign off. So let's, let's let us know what you'd like to let us know. And thank you so much for coming on the show and being the Sammy I know and love dearly. I love you. Um, yeah, just follow me. Instagram, it's Sam's Pajama Party. Twitter, it's The Single Life. And Facebook, it's Sammy Phillips, S-A-M-M-Y. Wonderful. TJ? And then check out Penthouse and look at our mask PSA. Right. I'm excited to out. see it. I'm excited to see it. Uh, if Me people too. If people want to uh, check out what I do, they can do so over on the UFC Fight Pass Facebook page. I do a show with Dean Thomas called Extra Rounds. I usually do a show on Wednesday at uh, 5 p.m. Pacific time. That's 8 in the East. Uh, and then we also do a post-fight show immediately following pretty much every card. Uh, we'll be live this Saturday night. Uh, myself and uh, Pearl Gonzalez, Invicta FC flyweight athlete, former UFC fighter. Uh, we'll break down uh, all the action coming out of Fight Island. Uh, in the meantime, you can check me out on Patreon. Just do a little search for Patreon, patreon.com forward slash between rounds. You can see more uh, MMA stuff. Uh, there, I do a show with Monty Cox and Jeremy Horn, uh, two legends of mixed martial arts past. And then uh, you can get it for free as well uh, on iTunes. Just do a search for Between Rounds. I guess it's everywhere you get your podcast, not just iTunes, but you'll find it if you want it. And I encourage everybody to check out the Fight Pass show. You're getting great ratings. You broke 800,000 viewers, I think, on one of them. Is that yeah, correct? Oh, we've, we've done 1.2 million on our biggest show. And this last week, we did 960,000. So. Uh, yeah, it's it's popular. It's doing all right. Well, to all those fans listening and that you're on Cameo, make sure you go to Cameo. Get your Cameo by TJ DeSantis. Get your Cameos by me on uh, my page. Sammy, are you on yet? No. Okay. I have to do it. You know why? This is this is the why. This is the why. This is the reason why I haven't done it yet. Because you have to do like an intro video, and I never have makeup on, and I'm never like camera ready to do an intro video. So then every time that I get made up, I'm like, I'm going to do a cameo thing. And then I don't. So you know what? I'm sort of made up today. I'll do it today. Yeah, do it. But you have heart. Listen, Sam, you're such a natural beauty. You have hardly any makeup on. I know you. And you look great. And when you put makeup on, I mean, if you could ever show, I would love for you to show a shot of you in your prime when you were out there doing your thing. You know, that one shot I see of you. Show us on the show one time. You know, not that it's that different than it is now. But Sammy, you're a beauty. You're fine. Be confident. Do the cameo. Do the camera. Okay. okay. Sammy, so if I can do it with this mug, trust me, you'll be just fine. Yeah, but no one's expecting you to look good, TJ. Thank They're you. Just That's really you nice of you to say. Right. Yeah, and UFC trivia. I got, I, I got a lot of that. I got a lot of that. That's for sure. 
All right, well, get get your cameos, folks, and also for your thank you again for all the videos and audio orders. We've been inundated and so, so busy here at Buffer Enterprises. Go to brucebuffer.com. We'll honor all your requests, keep them classy, or we won't. Everything is good, and uh, we're fil- I, I can't even film all the videos I have today. We're setting aside two hours to get everything done tomorrow, which I look forward to. Also, Puncher's Chance next week should be in Albertson, Vons, and Pavilions here in Southern California, Northern California. Um, they told us that uh, craft distributors like us, one people made a quote uh, that we are setting a record for a craft distributor on how many cases are going out. So I'm very excited about that. I went down to my local market who brought it in. They bought five cases in. I signed six bottles, and I was so excited. Um, I went there the next morning and or that afternoon. Six, I signed six bottles in one open case. All six bottles went. They told me one guy drove all the way up from Downey to buy two bottles. Really? That very cool. Yeah, that was very cool. Wow. So thank you. Whoever that listener is or follows me on my social media, that I really appreciate that. I'm honored. Thank you so much. I hope you're enjoying it. So get your puncher's chance because life is about how one punch can change your life. I've been an underdog my whole life, and that's what the whole thing behind puncher's chance is all about. Um, with that being said, Sammy, thank you so much, honey. I know we always joke with each other and kid with each other, but we've been friends for so long, and um, it's just such a joy having you on the show. And always a shock, a joy, funny, and in- intuitive and informative. Let's think about this. Way. Think about this, guys. If someone listened to our first episode together when they were in first grade, they're a senior in high school today. Amazing. Oh, my God. So crazy, right? Yeah, I yeah. know. It's it's awesome. Well, that's the facts. Yeah. Us in first grade. What's that? Who would be listening to us in first grade? Uh, someone who has a parent who loves its time radio. There you go. Yeah. It can happen. Okay. That's yeah. the fact, Jack. Okay. Yeah. All right. TJ will be back next week. We'll do a show uh, before I leave for Abu Dhabi. Can't wait. We'll get uh, guests. I'll try to get Dr. Jeff on. But we'll have somebody. Somebody great. I don't know if they'll top the wonderful, beautiful Sammy Phillips, but we'll do our best. All right, everybody. Stay safe. Practice your safety and protocol. Lead by example. Be a role model to your sphere of influence. Set your goals. Write them down. Learn about them. So when you step on that path, you be the best you can be because when you're the best you can be, you're winning. It doesn't matter being champion of the world or first place or second place. That's great when it happens and enjoy it. But being the best you can be, the best person you can be, be honest and respectful to everybody around you you know what I mean when I'm saying this, then you're winning. And that's what we're all about on It's Time Radio. Let's look to the future as positive. The world is our oyster. Embrace life. Make the most out of it. And I wish you all the best. Best wishes go out to everybody out there. Thank you. Love you all for listening all over the world. Fun show today. Can't wait to see it. (laughs) And buffer out.